Speaking of being taken there, you know who's never been taken there fully? Who? Your mother. Oh. And this is her favorite podcast. Welcome back to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts, John Hook and Kenneth O'Neill. And as always on our Friday shows currently, we are founding Father Short, Dakota Allen, um, who just told us to go play in traffic because he couldn't be here tonight. Buddy, we will not. We miss you truly. As always, we are two middle-aged men that just complain about the current state of the World Wrestling Federation. Ooh. Go back to Attitude Era there. Entertainment. Ooh, mess that one up. But as always, this is our SmackDown recap. Um, this was a pre-recorded episode of SmackDown. We kind of had some, uh, what do you call them, spoilers last week. All in all, not a terrible episode, but we'll get right into the match card. Hook, why don't you get us started, buddy? So, first and foremost, usually they meld these uh, go-home shows for pay-per-views. They usually mail them right on in. This one felt like it, you know, they tried to do some things. I liked it. There's matches in there. I liked it. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I was also the last one of the three of us to even see this on Twitter. I guess I just chose to ignore it. But, anyways, uh, <laughs> shout out to the couple accounts on Twitter that uh, gave me some notes for tonight. Appreciate you. But, anyways. <laughs> We'll go ahead and get it started. Uh, SmackDown started with uh, Austin Theory versus Sheamus. Uh, Austin Theory ended up retaining the United States Championship. Uh, this was honestly a great match. I would have, I would have loved to have seen this in the pay per view. I think we all would have. Um, Sheamus always puts on a banger. Um, Austin Theory's great in the ring for you know what he is. Um, you know, we had the uh, Rolling Brutes out there, which wasn't expecting pretty deadly, but, you know, at least they're getting involved in some storyline. So I'm not mad at it. I think it was a great match. Great start to Raw. Really kicked it off, you know, because that match should have been in there in the Night of Champions, but we'll take it. Right. Uh, another thing. Here is my hot take on Sheamus. May not even be a hot take. He is... A top four performer in WWE. Who? There's top four. Sheamus. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Same close. Say, I was going to say, probably not even a hot take. No. Uh, the, the You're top, speaking facts. The, the top two, in my opinion, are the ones going for the World Heavyweight Championship. Then you can throw in Cody. You can, you can throw in Cody Rhodes and then Sheamus in there. Those four. Best in the business. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, moving right along, we had a backstage segment. Roman, annou- Roman announcing his uh, thousand day celebration is going to be happening next week. And then Jimmy acting like he was going to get up. Uh, then refusing to sit down for Roman. Then Jay having to break that up. I love this because the whole main event Jay thing. Jimmy kind of took a back seat. Now it's now the roles have flipped. Yes. Now and I love it. Yeah, I wanted a storyline with the other brother because I feel like he gets overshadowed a lot and he's just as good, if not better, than his brother. Without a doubt, I, I like the Jimmy not backing down at all. Like, 
my man is uh but you know spoiler alert when we get into the uh main event there but you know him uh burned himself as a tribal chief and just not really giving a a, a, a dang what roman things and i'm here for it yeah uh during the whole thing with sammy he was always the the happy go lucky guy and then the the way they told this we've complained about the bloodline storyline for months now but he's the one where like slowly his facial expressions changed throughout the storyline now he's gone full like i want to say anakin skywalker turned against you know Solely going on the bad side, even though they are the bad guys. You know what I'm trying to say. I get what you're putting down, buddy. I'm picking up what you're putting down. The council's not accepting him, so now he's turning. And, you know... We talk about one of the, the main event there. We can go on to the next one, buddy. Yep. Uh, this match, this next match was the one meh match, even though we love Bailey on this show. Uh, we had Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi versus Damage Control with Bailey and EO Sky. Didn't see a whole lot of botches, so hats off to Shotzi. Yeah, that's that's all we can say about that. Is good job not messing up. Well, I think so. Kind of racking my brain here on this whole uh, why they paired up Shotzi, but it it really the equivalent to Liv Morgan, the small, agile Raquel can throw her around, you know, like she does a high flying stuff like Liv. So I think it just kind of worked out to throw Shotzi in there to be the cruiserweight to the giant. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing I noticed was Raquel's ring gear changed again. Whenever she's with, when she was with Liv, there was a little more like just the solid color the whole time. The match yep. Liv's gear was, and now that Shotzi has a little bit louder gear, a lot, a little bit different look. Her stuff's changed too. Just little things like that. Small changes, but you know enough to keep us interested. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Positivity, buddy. Yeah, Bailey carried the match as usual. But it was all right. It was alright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of other matches that we could have just hit the fast forward button on, Cameron Grimes versus Ashanti the Adonis. Uh, Cameron Grimes getting the win. This dude just th- this dude wouldn't make it on the Spirit Squad back in the day. That's that's just what he get uh, the vibe he gives to me. It's so, it's, it's it's too over the top. It's too over the top. The whole so we don't need it to be. The whole to the moon thing just screams Spirit Squad. It does. And I just I'm not impressed with him in the ring. Like I've not been like, oh damn, that's a good pickup, man. Like they did a pretty good job getting him up to NXT, you know, like and Baron Corbin coming out and hitting him, setting up that rivalry moving forward on, you know. I think I found my bathroom break matches. Yeah. The only thing I'll give him, though, is I love his finishing move. He can, he can come out of nowhere. It looks violent. That's it. I don't even know what his finishing move is called. Just that double kick to the it's chest. To the moon, right? I, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I don't know. But, I don't know. I'm, I'm not... I'm not sold on this guy. He just... 
every time it comes out, I'm just like, meh, and I'll go do something else. So Yeah, I'm just waiting for Kenny Dykstra and uh, Dolph Ziggler to follow him out. <laughs> Wasn't that an old stable? That's the that's the old spirit squad, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Doug, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot Dolph was in that one. I forgot. I forgot who else was in it too. But uh, there's a third member I'm blanking on. It might have been Gamer Grounds for all we know. <laughs> uh, next, we had Bianca Belair uh, cutting a promo, and then Oscar's music hitting, and she went to attack her from behind, and. Uh, Bianca ended up getting the upper hand, thrown her out of the ring. It was it was kind of cool seeing the official catch uh, Oscar yeah. out of the air. That was something new. You ain't seen that. It was different for sure. But I'm I'm kind of excited for this match because I know these two can go. But the build up to this is kind of kind of mid. Just bouncing back and forth and. You know, this is the first time they've gotten, like, really hands-on with each other. And we did see this not too long ago, so there's really no, like, new newness to it, I think. And that's kind of where I'm struggling with it. Um, I'd much rather had a surprise return from, like, Alexa Bliss or somebody to uh, get something moving with this. Because... I think it's just too started like steady right now. There's no movement. It's just not. It's not popping for me. I'm not. I'm just speaking for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, not necessarily burnt out on it. Like, but I feel like they could have told this a little bit better. And again, they 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 treat they've been treating the women's division whenever Charlotte's not there is mid card shit. Yeah. Especially on SmackDown. We're all get they get a little bit more more time. This is back to my point earlier with uh, SmackDown going to three hours. I think that'd be a good idea. I definitely think it'd be beneficial. So I feel so. like we I feel like we're we can squeeze another hour into there and bring it on into eleven o'clock. But uh, moving on along, my two favorite guys on the roster went head to head: LA Knight uh, versus Rick Boogs. With LA Knight getting the win, LA Knight getting yes. another rare rare win. With, with Street uh, Profits coming out, setting up the Money in the Bank qualifier between Montez and LA Knight, we're going to be very hard pressed on which one we're going to pick for that. But we'll save that for Mondays. Well, yeah. we can we can talk about it after uh, after the pay per view tomorrow. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yep. pretty sure we'll get a list tomorrow so at some point, but. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get a couple more reveals. Yeah. Honestly, I don't mind either one of them getting in. I just hope they both get in. I hate that they'd have to go head to head, but it is. I do, and that's kind of how it was with the match tonight in general with uh, Boogs and uh, LA Knight. I was going to be happy with either one winning. Um, You know, I'm more of an LA Knight fan than I am. Rick Boogs, so you know, I'm a little bit better with LNI picking up the win, but I could have won either way. I've been extremely happy either way, you know? Yeah, both very old school style guys. Yep. yep. But <clears throat> moving on along, another match with another two of my favorites uh, AJ Styles defeating Karrion Cross. 
I could have done without the Mia Yim running in to prevent Scarlett from interfering, but I mean, it added to the match. I like seeing Karrion get getting uh, time against the main eventer. So it I'm is what just it is. saying. Why are we still burying Karrion Cross? The dude can wrestle. Dude can put it on the show. But yet we're still we're still doing this stupid thing where he's reading the cards and then he's getting beat and then it's like six months later it's like, oh, that's where the card came into play. Ah, just let him go be dominant. Let him go beat Austin Theory. Let's put those two in a a run together. Let's do it. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm all about it. Let let the pull, do the card thing with uh, Austin Theory. Humbling. Ego. Ego. Yep. Humbling. See, we can work in creative WWE. If you need some people, call at your boys. Just humble him. Embarrass him. Yes. Go against, go against Roman. Do the same thing. See what we we're doing here? We won't do that against Roman, though. Because he's God right now. Was it was today the 999th day? Yeah. Yeah. Been great if Money in the Bank was like a month ago. And then somebody cashing in on him during this match. They were right. This match yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and lastly, we got the main event segment. This wasn't even a match. This is another thing that annoyed me. Another thing could add it to another hour to the show. Even another 30 minutes to SmackDown would just make this thing do go so much smoother. Uh, we had the KO show with uh, Sammy and Kevin Owens coming out to the ring first. Then you had Paul Heyman basically saying, or coming out and saying, I don't say when he comes, or you don't say when he comes out, I say when he comes out. Then the Usos came in. Uh, Jimmy basically called himself the Tribal Chief. Loved it. And then as soon as he said it, Roman's music hit. And we went from there. Uh, we had a little brawl breakout with Bloodline beating the hell out of Sammy and Kevin, and then the Usos grabbing the tag team titles. Jay giving his up right away to Solo. Jimmy refusing to give it up. Then Jay walking over to Jimmy, like, hey, man, give me the belts. Give me your belts. I'm gonna give them Just give me the titles. Give me the titles. Give me the titles. I'm trying to play Peacemaker, then gives them to Roman. And then we saw the, the everybody throwing up their ones. Except for Jimmy sitting pissed Except. off in the corner. Yay. And we had Roman commit the, the cardinal sin of touching the titles, which you're not supposed to do. But I have. I'm so torn on these, man. We did our picks the other day, and now I have time to think about it. I got a hot take at the end of this. Well, Are they really going to let Roman lose on his thousandth day? He won't be the one taking the pin. I don't think he will either, but you know what I mean? Yeah. A DQ it just makes al- too much sense. A DQ also ends the match, too, though. Right, that's true, too. And they don't lose the titles. Champions advantage. Yeah, so they can still win, but not get the titles. Kind of. Okay. There's a bunch of different things so, that can happen here. 
So are we we both on the same page here that we think that the Usos are going to come mess this up? Yeah. I wish this was just for the SmackDown titles because they can tell one hell of a story if they if it was just for the one set. I'm going to say it yep. again. I, I said the last couple of shows now. If they made it for just the SmackDown titles, let Roman win it and then set up that rivalry with the Usos for SummerSlam and make Roman basically have to have two matches in a night. Have somebody cash in that money in the bank on him after that match is over with. Go into SummerSlam with everything, leave with nothing. Walk out, lost everything. Then then you have like let's say Cody Rhodes wins it. Come in with on Cody on WrestleMania, and then we get to see some fun stuff. But you know, we don't work creative. I I got my own version of how I want Cody to take down Roman. Even if it is money in the bank, he wins it. He cashes it in on an announcement, so that way there's no run-in. And then everyone's banned from ringside, leaving Roman one-on-one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that does conclude our SmackDown episode. Unless you have anything else to add on to the show? Nope. Um, Letter grade? C plus. Well, they had a lot of my favorite guys on in matches <laughs> together, so B minus, B minus. I was gonna give it a solid B. Um, I'm not upset how the episode went. I'm not like oh, that was one of the best SmackDowns ever. Um, I think they did do a better job of a go, you know, go out show. You know what I mean? even though it was pre-recorded. Um, loved it. I give it a B. Um, I want to give it a B plus because that ending segment was pretty good and then the LA Knight stuff. Like, I'm going to go B. I'm going to stick with B. Leave it at that. Um, but let's uh, recap some of this uh, thoughts on... Uh, Night of Champion tomorrow tomorrow afternoon because it's not going to be tomorrow evening. It's going to be tomorrow afternoon. I think one p.m. is what time start time was. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love it. Not gonna lie, I, I love yeah. the, I, I love the midday pay per views. Do more foreign pay per views, WWE, please. Yeah, well, I think a lot of our overseas ones are always a little bit early in the day, so. Cody and Brock. I think I'm going to go against what I said last time. I do think Cody's going to win. But I think right now they're telling the modern day version of hard times. Dusty's fav- like famous, you know, promo that day about hard times and stuff like that. I think this is Triple H giving Cody that same play out right now, hard times. He was cheated out of a belt. Now he's dealing with the beast, broken arm, probably going to overcome. Don't know how he's going to do it. 
I hope it's not something just kind of, oh, if you blink, you miss. You know what I mean? Like, he's going in with a broken arm. And so I do think Cody's going to come out. I think it's going to keep that hard times mantra. But I'm telling you, as much as I'm looking forward to that match, too, like, I am just thoroughly tickled pink thinking about this Seth Rollins and AJ Styles match. Yeah, like like I said earlier, that's the two best performers, two best in-ring performers in wrestling in general, in my opinion. I would not disagree with you at all on that. If If they're not in your top... Two, they're at least in everybody's top five. Yes. A couple couple other guys you can throw in there. Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega. You know, Sheamus. I know there's a few AEW guys I can throw in there. And what makes me the most pissed off, Matt, sorry, PG, my apologies. One of the top performers in today is currently not wrestling because they won't give him the contract he wants. But. I digress. Yes. I digress. I'm hoping we get a special announcement for Money in the Bank that he's coming back. He also had a uh, he also had a sister-in-law recently pass away, so that's probably throwing uh, Ah, a little bit more of a delay on everything. Uh, yeah, prayers, out to, prayers out to his family. But, yes. Uh, yeah, that's probably going to hold things up for a little bit longer. But he's still got a little bit left on that contract, and they're still using him in, in ads and promotions and stuff. So I thought they just, didn't they just take him out of the Royal Rumble one. I could have I, I saw something. He was removed from the Royal Rumble poster. Let me fact check myself. But he's still got the cricket commercial when he's he's still on some of the uh, other posters. So, and he's still on the WWE shop. Once he's removed from the WWE shop, that's when you could start uh, start worrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I want to say he was taken off the promo. He's originally released with him on it, and they put out another one where he was taken off. Anyways, hope we get Drew back. Hope he stays with WWE, and I hope they utilize him the correct way. With that being said, I'm just, I'm really hoping tomorrow afternoon just puts on an absolute banger. Yep. I'm, I'm hoping for the same. Uh, I do not like how they called it three main events, you get one. You get one. Yeah. And there's and, only uh, it's only seven matches on the damn card. Three of them can't be a main event. And what we used to get told back in the day when we were younger is you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. So whatever the main event is, main event. We don't need a triple main event. Overkill. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna get just if we get if we get a main event in the opening match, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, you know, and you know, seventy five percent of the card can be main events, you know what I mean? Yeah. So But they they yeah. are talking about adding LA Knight 
to the card. He's uh, if if you follow WWE social media, there's been he, he's in a lot of the the videos, all the superstars going out and having fun while they're there. Karrion Cross was in those too, though him and Scarlet. So not sure let what's that going match on play out. <sighs> let, yeah, let, let those two cook Ooh. for a little while. Let that one play out one time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, last little little nugget before we get out of here, uh, AEW Collision. They finally announced where that first episode is going to be held. It's going to be held in Chicago. You oh, Chicago? Huh? Yeah, you know who else is from Chicago? I'm gonna say CM Punk for a thousand. Yeah, that's the only way you're gonna see me covering. AEW on a weekly basis is if they bring that man back. Yes. That is it. I may get an AEW a little bit if old Punkster comes back. Just maybe. We, we are admittedly WWE Marks here, so... Yes. We're, uh... We will watch, though. We do love some MJF. But I we don't... do love some of the talent on AEW. They got they got some good talent. But... They got a lot of talent there. But I don't like the way that they they've booked this uh, fatal four way for the the pillars, including MJF. I don't think those guys are believable. But that's a that that's another rant for another day. I don't need to get into that. Well, can we just talk about the meme you sent to the group chat where you were talking about the AEW belt was as big as Jungle Boy was? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. That 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 took me five less than five minutes to make that video. Loved every second. There's a lost child at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, that was uh, amazing. Um, but all in all, we will cover uh, Night of Champions. We will do a post show wrap up. Give our thoughts and opinions on that. We will also uh, be uh, going over any of the Money in the Bank qualifying matches that are announced. Giving our thoughts on those as well. So the two we have now was Lacey Evans and Selena Vega versus... Well, not versus, but had those two facing each other. And then we had LA Knight Montez. I don't want to make a decision on LA Knight Montez because I'm happy with either one. Good with it. I think Lacey Evans takes... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Who is she facing again? Lacey Selena. Evans is going against Selena Vega. Oh, Vega's winning that. That's what, As soon as I said it, I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I think she had too much. Uh... Yeah, there's there's too much momentum, and Lacey Evans has only been on TV like twice in the last couple of months. The last time she was on, she fought that local. But... Oh, I don't know why we did it, but yeah, she's getting the the Veer Mahan treatment before he went down to NXT. See, my whole thought though was like, if they're gonna Here's do those, just let those let those be dark matches in the commercials. You know what I mean? Like, so like if you're in the crowd, you get to watch those. I don't, I don't see the point of putting those on TV. I really don't. If they're but, trying to build somebody up, but if if they don't have a match the following week, what's the point? Right. You know what I mean? It's like those two guys that. Veer and what, what's the other guy's name fought? You know what I'm saying? It's like, did you enjoy your seven seconds of fame? Because that's about 
all it was. Uh, I, I was referring to Veer Mahan like the the uh, the first time before he went to NXT, where they just kept showing promo promos of him. Veer's coming, and they just showed him like looking into the camera, breathing deeply with the face paint. Yeah, and then he wrestled like twice, and then was never <laughs> never seen again. Yeah, because I mean, like he was kind of a, like, and he was doing something with Drew, wasn't he? I think so, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to fact check myself on that later. But Alright, Hook, well, I think that concludes our episode, buddy. If you want to uh, hit us with the uh, subtle outros. Yeah, uh, so make sure you follow us on our social medias. On TikTok, at Pop This Potty for the Cheap. The, for the Cheap. The best name on TikTok. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Cheap Pop Podcast, on Instagram at the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. Uh, give us a subscription on YouTube if you're not if you're listening to on, listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Uh, make sure you uh, obviously if you're watching on YouTube, will give us a a follow on Apple Podcast or Spotify at Cheap Pop wrestling podcast and make sure you give us a like on the tnj sports podcast on facebook we're working with those guys hopefully they can get some more content out soon still waiting on that life happens but this is hooked signing out and this is kenneth and we are out